Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. If you have ever been the dumper in a breakup situation, this one is for you, or if you're about to to dump someone, also for you. And if you're like us, you might feel like doing the dumping is just as bad, if not worse than actually being dumped. Yeah. There's like the guilt, there's how all of the empathy that you feel, you're feeling your pain and their pain and the responsibility of it all, that's definitely... There's a lot going on. The burden that I carry when I when I do this. But I promise there is a way to break up without being an asshole. And we are here to get to the bottom of that today through our own experiences. It's true. And admittedly, it has been a minute since I've dated. So, Jill, you are going to be the resident expert here. I got you. Perfect. I can definitely share what I wish I would have done differently, knowing what I know now about relationships and trauma and probably the trauma that I caused some ex-partners by just being a really shitty breaker upper I wasn't like overtly mean I just I was a ghoster so I probably I was avoidant and I probably left them to spiral which hopefully didn't do some long-term damage and if it did I'm so sorry you all didn't deserve that entire lives have fallen (laughs) apart because of high school Kaylin high school (laughs) Kaylin apologizes living under a bridge (laughs) the dreams never came true don't No, no, you were young. We've learned a lot. We have. But there are some good cautionary tales yes. to be told. Yes. Yeah, I've had a lot of experience with breakups, so <laughs> I am here here to help. But I was just on a retreat with so many amazing, amazing people and a lot of women. And so naturally, as we do, we were chatting at dinner about relationships and breakups and people were sharing like how many of us had be- have been ghosted recently and so many girls at the table have been ghosted not just by like people they've gone on two dates with by but people they were like six months into a situationship with people who were in serious relationships like getting broken up with via a call or a text just like not the appropriate due diligence needs to happen when you are ending a full relationship with a person that you care about it's insane and we were talking a lot about how there's a very humane and kind and right way to do this versus what seems to be the societal norm right now well it's just so easy because it's the apps. Like you don't even, and yeah. I'm sure in some cases, okay, well, maybe if you've been dating for six months, you've actually met the person. But in some cases, even if you're just chatting with someone and you have interest, like it's so easy for them to just stop and just disappear. Yeah. It's it's crazy. True. Yeah. We are here to, to end the era of ghosting because it's shitty and it's cruel and it lacks fucking decency and be courageous. Yeah. Have accountability. We can make modern dating better. I really, I really believe that. I agree. Yeah, I was in a kind of like a situationship, kind of casual dating sitch where I really cared about the person, but it ultimately, you know, kind of wasn't working out in terms of our compatibility. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I need to do this right because I care about this person and I really want to still have a friendship. Yeah. And like this matters. There's respect. There's care. There's all of these things. So I was so nervous it's fucking scary to do these things in person and to like watch the repercussions of what happens when things don't work out I was I was so anxious I called you on the way I know. and I went in person and we just had 
a difficult but important discussion. I stayed. We talked about it. Just sat in the discomfort of it. It's not comfortable. It's never going to be comfortable sitting with someone who's really upset and maybe even blindsided. But you make space for how they feel. You do it in person. Always. Always. Unless there's a really fucking good reason. No, you you crushed it. Like, in my opinion, like, I mean, I wasn't in the room, but from what... You were you were reciting to me that you were gonna say on the on the drive. I think you did a very a very good job. You, like there was so much compassion. Did it with so much love and respect. And like that's that's what you do, especially if you want to still be friends with the person. Like yeah, you have to do it in a humane way. You just do a hundred percent. I also just had like a bit of a vision of me doing that all over again, but with you in my ear, like in an earpiece, like telling me what to say and what to do. Okay, pivot, and pivot, I, pivot to plan B, pivot to plan B. He is not taking yeah, this well. I'll say this <laughs> and exit Ex- stage and left. run, run. Do we start a service, a consulting service, bug in your ear breakups? Oh my God, we should. Oh, bug in your that. ear breakups. You heard it here We're, first, folks. Yeah, <laughs> copyright. Always lead with with compassion and focus on ultimately having a kind conclusion because it's easy to go in there being like well I'm so justified in this breakup and go in with a bit of a defensive yeah feeling yeah. of like I need to like prove why that I don't want to do this anymore but ultimately what you're trying to do is just have like the kindest nicest conclusion possible and so going in with that as the ultimate goal and not to show who's right or who's wrong or who was the best or who wasn't just Yeah, just try to really go in and have the outcome be everyone walks away feeling as good as possible given the situation. Yeah. And obviously all of this, we just want to caveat, is like we're kind of assuming a somewhat amicable situation here where like something didn't work out, like a situationship has run its course or you're you're dating and for X, Y, and Z reasons, you're like, you know, we do need to end this. We're not talking like you've been betrayed, screwed over, something horrible has happened, cheated on, like... All of those things, throw the shit out the window and you do you. You fucking Casper the shit out of him. You go, you haunt them forever. That's how hard you can ghost. <laughs> you fucking turn their lives into Halloween. This is, this is really more so like when there is still mutual respect and yeah. care and you just kind of unfortunately need to end it. I've had a few breakups with people who are real pieces of shit and I was not too concerned about having compassion. No. Your actions were probably very justified, whatever you did. I should have been worse. Big regrets. There you go. And this, of course, if we're talking about, you know, your everyday common breakup, one of the main things you want to do first, if you're living with the person or your common law or you have any sort of shared asset or like a dog that you co-own, like you really got to think through who's going to get what when things go south and have a plan for yourself. Like if you're living together and they don't want you to stay that night, like where are you going to go? So you really got to get that shit figured out before you even start having the conversation. And then I think from my own experience, what I would have done better is just have been a little bit more honest with why Mm -hmm. I'm breaking up with the person. I think I was very scared of hurting people's feelings, but not being direct and telling them why we're breaking up probably caused more of a spiral for them because they were kind of like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. But they basically felt blindsided in some, some cases. So I think being honest, but not getting into like the nitty gritty weeds of things like you really got to figure out the root of why you're breaking up yeah what actually matters in this situation yeah it's worth bringing up as you said not giving an honest reason is really cruel because it can result in your partner like never being able to get closure and I know yeah. like we've had some relationship experts in the past that have said you don't need closure like don't wait for closure you know that's not something you can like hang your hat on in order to feel better 
But as the person doing the breaking up, you can help that person by enabling more closure than if you just like fuck Mm -hmm. off and don't explain what's going on. Because that person's going to fill in the blanks with all of these stories and they might make it even worse than it was. And they might... For sure. create all of these narratives about themselves that are so much worse than what the truth actually is because they don't know what actually happened. So it's just really important to be honest and to also like deliver that honesty using I statements, you know, and not mm-hmm. just pointing f- like fingers the whole time and not bringing up a whole bunch of shit. Like now is not the time to bring up like how much you fucking resent the fact that they you know, left the toilet seat up all the time or that, you know, (laughs) they always had the air conditioning on too high or like what, let's not get into the weeds. Let's pick the things that really truly matter and also hold some accountability for yourself. So if you found the relationship to be really stressful and that they're always stressing you out, you can bring Mm -hmm. up, you know, I really felt stressed a lot in the relationship and I felt very anxious and I'm acknowledging the fact that like I'm an anxious person and need to deal with this but also this relationship did seem to trigger my anxiety more. And so for all right. of these reasons, like I need a more stable, constant, you know, like positive influence in my life. And I'm just not at a place where I can kind of be triggered this regularly or whatever you want to say. But that, the point is in that example. Beautiful like script right there. Yeah. You're, you're owning your part in it and not just like throwing out all the reasons why they sucked because that's not great. It takes two. And I think too, a good indicator of like when it might be time is also if you're getting the ick oh god don't know what the ick is the ick is basically when like every single thing this person does just makes you want to die like it's just just throw up and it can be triggered by the smallest thing yeah or it could literally be absolutely everything that they do and they're not a bad person but you just are so turned off by them yeah so if you get the ick it's really hard to come back from the ick it's i feel like it's pretty much impossible i'm not a I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> I feel like it's impossible. I'm no doctor, but if you get the ick, you side effects ick. may include never fucking want to see the person again, <laughs> being yes. absolutely disgusted by their presence, certainly never wanting to have sex with them. No, it's yeah. so funny what can trigger the ick too. There's a lot of really funny things on social net too of like what gives people the ick. And there's one of like a guy trying to put on the fitted sheet and he's kind of like jumping around on the bed, like trying to get the fitted no, sheet on. No. And the girl was like, and we're done. Like we're officially done. Like. <laughs> ick almighty like we're done it could be the way they freaking floss their teeth the way they laugh sometimes which is a tough one because you really can't change your laugh it's true i mean i think i may have given gabe the ick the other day (laughs) or at least he found a slight ick in me because the way i eat kit kats is really fucking ick man i like nibble all the sides off no all the chocolate first and then i eat the wafer last because I want to savor it. I was doing that the other day and I looked over and Gabe was just staring at me with like the most disgusting face. <laughs> and he was like, what are you doing? Like, this is, is not okay. That is pretty weird. <laughs> it is weird. I know it's weird. It's gross. But I have, I just, I, I am who I am. Okay. You are who I am you are. who I am. Guys, um, I might need a place to live soon. <laughs> you can move in with me, but you'd have the ick as soon as you like lived with me for 10 minutes because I'm so messy. <laughs> I walk in, I'm like, I can't, I can't. No, we're done. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, the it can really get you, but don't write something off just because someone like doesn't put the fucking lid on their toothpaste. Like it's it's gonna be okay, guys. But if you actually just genuinely are no longer attracted to someone because they really annoy you, then that's a season wrap on that relationship. Yeah, because you have to decide if the reason you're breaking up is truly the reason. Like, are the dirty dishes in the sink 
really about the dishes or is it about them not respecting your boundaries of like needing things clean or maybe yeah. you've got issues with anxiety and control talking about a friend um <laughs> it's <Carolyn. so laughs> right that's true having that self-awareness and accountability for like what role you play and in why it's not working out that's important i also feel like to your point of not getting into the weeds one of the regrets even when i tried to do a breakup well a regret i walked away with was that I let myself slip too far into the weeds and like the wanted examples like what do you mean like you're saying generalized statements but like I want examples of like what you mean because I don't see that and I I just kind of wish I had left it high level because every time I gave an example I feel like it was I was I was being hurtful and I wasn't trying to be but like it was it did more harm than good it didn't make anyone feel better you know sometimes you can lean on feelings and be like you know this is just how I feel and I'm sorry that it doesn't make sense but it really is how I feel because you can't argue that whereas if you start like putting together a full-blown case on why like a wonderful person that you care about just isn't the right fit for you at this time like you're gonna hurt them and like just cause a lot of negative feelings by building this entire case of like okay here's 10 examples of why uh i'm not there you, you want to fucking know you want to fucking no. know you can't handle the truth <laughs> so no, that's hard but if they were asking if they were asking that puts you in a hard spot i like, know it's a bit of do? like a yeah. trying to use your best judgment to like weigh out like am i doing more harm than good and what's the necessary amount of information to like give them clarity but not weigh them down with like a laundry list of like reasons why this is fucked yeah (laughs) not a good feeling well there's always next time you know i'm sure i'll have tons more practice (laughs) you're doing great trying you're jill speaking of jill don't drag it out (laughs) don't drag it out i am the queen of a prolonged breakup i'm like i'm not only like let's have a breakup conversation i'm like let's have a breakup month like i don't need a honeymoon i just need like a breakup moon i'm like are we breaking up like do you want to go on a vacation and celebrate our breakup i am taking gwenna's conscious uncoupling and making it a lifestyle you're just like you're just such a kind soul that's where it stems from but this but it's true like one must learn to rip the band-aid because i was the same way and i would just drag it out and Till they broke up with me because I I just didn't have the balls to do it. Yeah, and it was different because I like literally sit in the breakup for a long time sometimes, whereas you would like put off the breakup entirely. And yes. so there there's different ways of prolonging. <laughs> I realized in preparing for this episode that I was going to tell a story about a time when I like prolonged a breakup with this guy. We were dating. We had literally hadn't seen each other in two months. Like oh my God. it's probably time. <laughs> That's crazy. And then I thought about it and I realized maybe he was breaking up with me this whole time and I thought I was breaking up with him because the only thing he said to me when I finally did it was okay what do we do about our Facebook status (laughs) and I was like okay oh my god no Kaylin oh my god the Facebook status remember when that's what (gasps) mattered the most it was a big deal that shit got a lot of likes when you changed that it was big yeah that's why avoidance shouldn't date avoidance because it's like and they avoided each other till they died. <laughs> oh my god, I had a dream the other day that I I still hadn't broken up with my ex-boyfriend no, stop. to this day. <laughs> yeah, I'm married with a kid and I was like I think I saw him at like a high school reunion and he was like, "So, like what are we going to do about Christmas this year?" And I was like, "Oh, shit." I'm married now. <laughs> yeah, it was the weirdest dream. I forgot to tell you. Alien, that's so funny. But like that checks out. That sounds like something I would do. Like for all I know, I have, I still have boyfriends. I don't know. That's on brand. I don't know. So if you're out there, we are done. We are done. <laughs> this, is, this is the notice. Okay, all joking aside, 
I think your prolonged breakups are possibly part of like the healing process mm-hmm. of your relationship. Like maybe your your relationship needed that longer yeah. Yeah, 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 breakup. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Everyone does have a different healing process. Like figuring yeah. out what that is and respecting it is really important. That's a really good point. And like some people are going to need space. And I always, when going through a breakup, mm-hmm. check in on that. I'm like, let's discuss yeah. the parameters and expectations of what comes next. Like truly, I'm like, let's co, like I know it sounds really woo-woo, but like let's co-create this experience with both of us weighing in on what we would like to happen next. I love that. Because if it is an amicable breakup and this person meant a lot to you and maybe it stemmed from a friendship or maybe you want a friendship ultimately to, to come out of it or maybe you just want like respect and no bad blood, you want to see what that looks like because I might want them to check in and be like, hey, maybe in a few weeks, like, can we have a call? And they might be like, I never want to fucking see your face again. Or they might be like, I want to text every single day. So you need to kind of discuss what everyone needs. And if you're doing the breakup, I would recommend kind of letting them lead with like what they need. I really like that because I remember in some of my breakups, I would go into it feeling really good about my decision. And then like a few weeks later or like a month later, I might start having like regrets or thoughts or be missing the person or still processing the breakup. Yeah. And I'd want to reach out, but it would totally not be okay. Like I should have given them space. So the fact that you're like building that ground rules together, I think is really mature. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, and because, yeah, to your point, first of all, maybe the Like you got to prepare. If you're doing the breaking up, you got to prepare what you wanted to say. You thought about it. You've practiced on your friend with your friend on the way there. (laughs) But the other person hasn't gotten that. So they might want to come back to you a few weeks later after they've gathered their thoughts and be like, hey, I actually have a few points that I'd like to make. And I'll I'll be able to kind of put this to bed after I've said my piece because I was a bit caught off Mm -hmm. guard and now I'm ready to discuss. And they deserve that. You got that. And if you want to reach out, eventually then you also need to like weigh out which I have struggled with before like as much as I'm an empath and a people pleaser just want everyone to be okay like am I being selfish if I continue to reach out to this person like am I letting them heal am I getting in their way am I giving false hope because that's also not fair and that's tough too because maybe the person wants it maybe they don't yeah who is it for exactly that's a great question to ask yourself yeah I also think that even though you're the one doing the breaking up, it doesn't mean that you're not also hurting Mm -hmm, yourself. So mm -hmm. you got to have some grace for yourself too. Like even though I was a really terrible breaker-upper, I also kind of went through the motions later on with some of the relationships. You're grieving something as well. Oh, yeah. Just because you had to end it doesn't mean you didn't care. So it's it's going to hurt and it's going to suck. And you're just doing the best you can to do it the right way and not be an asshole, which is the goal here. Okay, speaking of assholes, though, um, what do we think about breakup sex? <laughs> because I feel like it's a polarizing topic and I feel like I'm on an island on my own on this one. <laughs> okay, okay. My opinion on this is if you're still feeling emotionally connected to this person or you feel like having sex with them is just going to fucking break your soul, probably not a good idea. Yeah. But if it's something that is just going to like quite literally end it with a bang, then... <laughs> Why not? <laughs> a lot right? of people are against it. And I just think that as long as both parties are, if it's amicable, if no one has yeah. truly harmed the other person, and if you're having a closing little chapter of this relationship, sometimes it's nice to bookmark it with a bang. But I do think it also comes back to that 
empowering the person who's getting broken up with piece because you don't want to be breaking up with someone breaking their heart probably like blindsiding them and then being like so you want to you want to get it in before I go (laughs) like you should probably make sure they're okay (laughs) and make sure they want it too and like not push it unless they are also wanting that and then I think if everybody's on board that's a nice way to like have a, a positive last connection and memory okay another hot topic that we can debate because you and I have different views on this. How do you decide if you want or can stay friends? I personally think you cannot be friends with an ex. You're not alone in that. A lot of people think that it is not possible or cannot happen. I am very much in the other party. I believe if there hasn't been terrible betrayal and harm done to each other, if that's one of your best friends and you guys have been so close just because one form of relationship didn't work out, you want to fucking throw it all away and not have anything. It's like, oh, if I can't have you that way, I won't have you at all. It's like, or we could like heal, go through whatever we need to do, take space if you need it, and then come back and still be in each other's lives because you obviously care about each other and it might not work out for reasons that are beyond the friendship. Yeah. Especially as we're older, like, you know, when you're 18, break up with your like fuck boy prom date. Like, yeah. That's yeah. actually not pertaining to, to mine. Mine was great. A great prom date. But like when that type so of... So was mine, actually. Yeah. Great, great guy. We great were lucky. Guy. We were lucky. But for the ones that, you know, you don't need to worry about staying friends with them. But like we're yeah. we're adults now. And I think like... We are ladies. We're trying to have adult <laughs> relationships. Okay. Well, I guess what trips me up is like define friends. Like is this someone you're going to be hanging out with every weekend after the breakup or... Every weekend seems like a little excessive. But I really like in modern relationships especially as they get more serious in terms of you lived together maybe you have kids and are married yeah why wouldn't you want to be in a great place with each other and have a baseline friendship moving forward that I agree with if it's like a a long-term relationship like if Gabe and I god forbid knock on wood yeah something happened I would hope we could still be in each other's lives in a friendly way my my brother-in-law's parents are divorced and they still love each other they travel together with their new partners like it is the definition of thriving after a breakup so I totally agree with you there if you shared like a big a big chunk of important life with someone then like you don't need to throw it all away I think you've helped change my mind I think that's a great distinction for when it is okay to stay friends with someone after breakup and again there's no black and white right you got to do what feels good for you and the other person at the end of the day there are no rules every single situation is going to be different so just try to operate from like the best possible kindest version of yourself so that no matter what happens at least you can walk away being like man i couldn't handle that better and i'm proud of myself that's it right there don't be an asshole guys you got this good luck So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.